Hi, everyone. It's your podcast host, Jim Andrews, here with a reminder that the Ticket Manager Partner Summit is back. We'll be getting together in person on October 17th this year at the Times Center in New York City. This is a free, invitation-only event where hundreds of business leaders across the world's most influential brands in sports, sponsorship, live events, and ticketing gather to make great connections and share valuable information. Approved attendees enjoy exclusive networking events, insightful panels, and exciting celebrity speakers, all for free. Are you interested in attending? Just go to ticketmanager.com for details on how to apply. Hello and welcome to Ticket Manager's All Access Interview Series, engaging leaders from across the sports marketing spectrum to identify and explore critical issues in the business of sports, entertainment, sponsorship, activation, ticketing, hospitality, and even more. I'm your host, Jim Andrews. Joining me on this episode is Michael Goldstein, Vice President and Head of Sponsorships North America for MasterCard. Welcome, Michael. It's great to see you and and thanks so much for joining us. Jim, glad to be here and uh, happy to chat. Great. You know, as, as a global company, one that uh, I'm sure all of our listeners are, are, are very familiar with, you know, MasterCard has kind of a, if I use a million dollar word here, bifurcated sponsorship structure, right? You've got a team responsible for global partnerships. You previously worked in, in, in a role there. And in North America, the one that oversees the deals on this continent where you sit currently. Can you just tell us a little bit about what the division of responsibilities is between those two teams. So, yeah, as you mentioned, um, we do have a global sponsorships portfolio um, with major sponsorships across the globe from Major League Baseball and the PGA Tour in North America, um, right? UEFA Champions League and Roland Garros in Europe, the Australian Open in that part of the world, something like the Rugby World Cup that moves around. And then obviously things like the Grammy Awards, say, in music that takes place in the United States, but it's obviously very global from a reach and scale perspective. So we're sort of broken up the way the company's broken up overall. The company's broken up into five regions globally across all of our business units, North America, Europe, Asia Pacific, Middle East Africa, and then um, LAC, which is sort of Latin and South America for us. And that's how sort of the sponsorships and marketing groups are broken up as well. Every region has their own marketing and sponsorship teams. And then there's sort of a global overlay. If you think about key learnings and best practices and brand consistency and all of those things, we want to make sure whether it's bringing people to price lists, whether it's putting our sonic brand in the right spot, ensuring that the look and feel of our events across all types of passions and locations are consistent. The global team helps with that. Sometimes they'll lean in and quote unquote lead or run a sponsorship like the Rugby World Cup. And then other times they'll support. So say the Arnold Palmer Invitational, which we're the presenting sponsor of and we're the, you know, sort of our flagship golf event in North America. You know, the global team will will support us. And of course, we have our golf ambassadors who are global, but North America will lead on that. So there's sort of a sort of a center of excellence, if you will, internally that that handle a variety of different roles pending the the need and the event and the in the region. 
You know, of course, MasterCard has evolved its approach to sponsorship over the years. I've been involved in some of those partnerships that you mentioned for for quite a long time, as well as you know, adding new ones to the to the portfolio. And and certainly, you know, things have have, have changed in, in in the business. You know. For, from when it was basically trying to get people to pull one of three plastic cards out of their wallet to, to where we are today. How would you characterize MasterCard's current approach to, to partnerships in terms of what are the most important pillars of your, of your sponsorship strategy? So maybe that's the first part. And then if possible, can you give us an example of kind of that philosophy and action through uh, a couple of your partnerships? I think ultimately, we consistently always want to make sure that MasterCard is enhancing the fan experience. And we do that by integrating what we think is very innovative technology, obviously in the payment space, whether that's contactless payments, it's cashless environments, it's frictionless environments. Ultimately, we want to make sure that payments are secure, but that whatever we're doing, we're certainly adding and enhancing the overall fan experience. And we're making cardholders feel like they're getting access or benefits or priceless experiences by having a MasterCard that they otherwise wouldn't get if they didn't. And so certainly what the technology we're promoting has evolved over time, that's certainly first and foremost what we're trying to do, both for, for fans, cardholders, and, and ultimately for the broader you know business and, and customer community that we associate with to so people really understand what, what MasterCard can bring to the table. I mean, I think, you know, you asked for a recent example. I'd say, you know, in 2022, maybe the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Um, obviously, this past July in Dodger Stadium out in L.A., we also have a relationship with the Dodgers. And we did a whole host of things, right? We had a partnership with an important merchant, Uber where we work with David Ortiz, one of our MLB ambassadors, to reward people who use their MasterCards when taking an Uber to the stadium and had a surprise sort of meet and greet, priceless, if you will, with him. We stood up a, a sort of semi-permanent pop-up store in the concourse that was fully frictionless, right? You didn't even have to take out your MasterCard. It knew, and you pay for it by just walking, grabbing a beverage, walking out, right? So that's enhancing the experience. You get back to your seat quicker. Obviously, those sorts of things. We did sign in with the small business community, which is super important from a business standpoint for MasterCard. And, and certainly, small businesses were, were hit hard by COVID, and it's something we're really focused on. And so, we worked with small businesses in the LA community and had some of our small business contest winners throw out the first pitch at the All Star game. So, you have sort of a few different touch points with ambassadors, different business priorities, different payment technology sort of all coming together with that sort of baseball platform underneath it. And these are some of the ways we try and sort of activate in a very holistic 360 degree manner. You know, when we talk about how, how how things have changed, you know, with all of those different things and some of the things that technology uh, now allows not just companies like MasterCard, but, but all, all kinds of sponsors to do in terms of, of activation, You've been doing this a fairly long time. Is it actually, do you, would you say, kind of more, I don't want to say more difficult to be a sponsor, but it, it just seems to me that there, there are so many, so many more components to activating a sponsorship now than maybe even 10 or 15 years ago, let alone 30 when I started doing this. Is, is that a fair statement? 
I, I, I think it is. I think the the upside, if you will, is that there's also more opportunity, right? Because you can For reach sure. people in so many different ways yeah. and mediums in the digital world we live in. And certainly the digital world and e-commerce is a world that, you know, MasterCard plays in and certainly believes in the in the digital economy. You know, I, I, I think ultimately it's why it's so important that what we do is really, in a sponsorship standpoint, authentic and married up to the company overall. If we're going to focus on, you know, small business owners that are, you know, black female entrepreneurs and have Jennifer Hudson, who's an ambassador of ours, be the face of that campaign. Well, it's great to have that campaign, but does it marry up to other things we're doing in the diversity and inclusion space? And the answer is yes, right? We've committed a lot of money over a lot of years, right? $500 million to come over a number of years to to promote that. And so we can sort of talk about that in an authentic way. And the company overall is backing that up. Maybe it's sustainability. You know, we created a few years ago something called the Priceless Planet Coalition, right? right? So we're not just sort of randomly talking about how it's important to be kind to the environment, but we have an overall corporate initiative that we're supporting by how we're activating at some of our sponsorship events. So I think that that's a really important piece of it that, you know, we're not just doing things because we we think people want to hear them. We're doing them because it's something that's important to MasterCard, not just at that event or in that passion area, but across everything that the company is doing. Right. And I'm so glad you mentioned those two programs and, and things like that, because I think it's also a great reminder to the the teams, the leagues, the event producers who uh, you may, you're currently working with or ones who would like to work with MasterCard to remember that you know they need to educate themselves about those kinds of initiatives and understand what's going on at MasterCard beyond just here are the other properties that you that you sponsor uh, and here are some of the communications that have gone out around this as, as you say it's, it's it's connecting with all of these different corporate initiatives and there's a lot of work that has to go into working across a, a large organization with people with different responsibilities to get approvals and all of that so it's a as, as I said a great reminder to uh, the property folks that uh, you know there, there's a lot a lot of things that go you know kind of uh, behind the scenes if you will no, no question. Yeah. So you know, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but you know, the sponsorship portfolio just in North America, mm-hmm. let alone globally, is quite diverse uh, for Mastercard. Can, can you walk us through just some of the the target audience, uh, how the target audiences and objectives you know, vary uh, a little bit from from deal to deal, relationship to relationship? Yeah, I mean, I think it's an important piece when you think about the sponsorship space overall. Um, right? There's a reason we have a portfolio. Right. Not every sponsorship is the same. It has a different audience. We might be doing it for a different reason. You know, I I like to say that sports provides us with a lot of scale and structure. Right. I know where the MLB All Star game is going to be several years out. I know what broadcast entity it's going to be on. I know when, to an extent, the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Braves and the Dodgers are all going to be playing their games, where they're going to be playing their games, and it helps for planning purposes. Mm, the flip side is something, say, like culinary that we're very involved with, where we have relationships with celebrity chefs and a relationship with Time Out is sort of offering us a dining series that we can move around the country, is very, very popular with our customers, our issuing banks and our merchants. Why? Because it's so customizable. Are you getting the eyeballs that a PGA Tour event or the Grammy Awards or the MLB All-Star Game is providing? No, 
But as I joke with people, I can't bring the entire Yankees team to a dinner. <laughs> but I can bring a chef, right? And Marcus Samuelson's a fantastic ambassador. And Antonio LaFaso is a fantastic ambassador. And we can do different things with them, with cardholder segments, with customers that are important to us, bring them into a business meeting. Maybe they make breakfast for the group or lunch for the group. So there's different things that we do to sort of fit our varying needs and all of our stakeholders. And it's also why we're in different passions, right? I mentioned, you know, baseball and culinary, but there's music, there's golf. We do things in esports now with the League of Legends relationship. And certainly that audience doesn't have an enormous overlap with the golf or the baseball audience. So now we're reaching new people. And these are all things that we, you know, factor in as we think about where we should be playing and how we should be playing in the sponsorship space to sort of drive our business and brand forward. I mentioned before the you know the importance of the properties that you're working with, kind of understanding the the bigger picture when it comes to to all of their their partners and and how they go to market and and who their uh, audiences are, who their stakeholders are. How important is it, would you say, for for those partners to play an an active role in helping you kind of develop some of those activations or experiential platforms to engage? You know, their fans and, and followers? And, and what are some of those things that they should understand if they're going to try and, and kind of really be a good partner and, and, and work with you to d- develop things that are really going to speak to their audiences? You said the word partner a few times, and it's because it is a partnership, right? We, we count on our partners to let us know what you know, our options are, or what's new or what's coming or what's different, things that maybe... You know, some reason they don't think would resonate with their audience and why, and we can adjust things accordingly. And yet I always tell them, well, we can't ask you to come up with activation ideas unless you know what's important to us first. Exactly. Right. It's it's on us to say, hey, here's what's really important. Here are our focus areas. And then we can work with them as they come back to us to develop ideas and make sure that the things we're doing make sense. There's always a little give and take, and you know, whether we're the presenting sponsor or a tier one sponsor or a lower tier sponsor, there's typically other sponsors involved. And so how do we, you know, carve out, um, you know, a lane that makes sense for MasterCard and, and sort of showcases our brand, but also makes sense within the, you know, overall ecosystem in which we're sort of operating in. So I think for sure, it's important for our partners to be creative and be nimble and be flexible. Um, and it's also on us to be a, a good partner back. Something that that occurs to me too is we talk a lot about data and uh, being data driven in a lot of these types of initiatives. For a lot of uh, sponsors, when they're working with whether it's teams or, or leagues or whoever their partner is, you know, they may be looking to them to say, you know, "What data do you have on your on your fans?" You know that you're collecting. I imagine it might be a little bit different for for MasterCard because you obviously hold some of that uh, that that key customer data in terms of uh, uh, purchases and, and and things like that. So is there is there kind of an exchange of, of of information with with your properties as you look to to say how do we really you know, make the right offers to to fans? I mean, look, certainly MasterCard has plenty of data. I think that. You know, obviously, we need to be careful from a data privacy standpoint and all of those things, which the company is very mindful of. I think for us, you know, when we see things, it's about sort of what I said earlier in terms of how do we enhance that fan experience? How do we enhance 
the experience of the attendees or the card holders or maybe even the non-card holders and create some card envy, mm -hmm. right? You know, is it worth doing something with, say, the pubs around the Rugby World Cup stadiums in Europe, right? Is it worth doing things at certain entrance points versus others? Is, is merch a bigger share of what people are buying at Yankee Stadium? Or is it food and beverage? Or is it both? Right. Um, so these are all things that we think about that will, you know, ultimately resonate with the people we're talking to. Yeah, we're we're at the start of a, a new year. So it's a, it's a great time kind of looking a little bit into it into a crystal ball what do you see as some of the major opportunities and on the flip side maybe some of the the challenges for for brand partners sponsors like mastercard in the coming 12 months or so you know it's such an evolving landscape you know whether it's you know collecting collective bargaining things which say affected major league baseball before this season started whether it's new broadcast deals whether it's streaming entities coming into the picture in a bigger way with, you know, Apple TV plus and MLB with Amazon and the NFL and, you know, where things are going there. You know, I think sports betting is becoming more and more legalized across the country and, and that will change the fan experience and how does MasterCard fit into that or, or not? And, and if so, you know, what do we do with that? I think these are all things that are happening. And then I think the other thing is, is women's sports. Certainly something that's important to MasterCard. Um, you know, we sponsor the NWSL. And we certainly are a big believer in female empowerment and, and, and inclusion and all those things. And I think there is some growth there and some upside there. And so something that, you know, we can look at as an opportunity and how do we bring that, help bring that league to the forefront more and more. But yeah, I think it's why it's so important to be mindful of the overall landscape so you can sort of make uh, good decisions along the way. So we look forward, and now I'll uh, I'll ask you to look back at maybe the the last year or so, and probably an unfair question, like asking a parent who their favorite child is. But you know, you mentioned the scope of things that that you're involved in, from from sports to culinary to uh, entertainment. Do you have just a personal favorite of all of the, uh, not necessarily the organizations, but of any of the particular events that uh, that you were able to be part of? You know, it's it's interesting. I'm fortunate enough and I've been able to to go to some wonderful events that we're involved with, but that are also very different from one another. You know, it's hard to compare a, a Champions League final or a Rugby World Cup final to the Grammy Awards. And and it's it's hard to compare, you know, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game to, you know, a, a League of Legends World Championships event. But it's actually one of the things I love um, about what MasterCard is doing in this space is that we do have that sort of robust portfolio. So yes, we have it for business and brand reasons, but it means selfishly, I get to sort of see all these different worlds, right? And although from a sponsorship's perspective, there's certainly some overlap in terms of things you're looking for and looking to do and all that, certainly the um, the vibe and the audience and the feeling around them can be can be quite different. So yeah, it's been it's been um it's been fun to be able to see some uh different world with the passion the same, even though it's different at the same time. As I said, I knew it was an unfair question. So <laughs> yeah, I love all my children equally. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well Michael, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this and um appreciate you sharing some insights into uh what you're working on there at MasterCard. Uh wish you nothing but the best for for the upcoming year and hopefully we'll uh, cross paths somewhere soon.
Sounds great, Jim. Thanks for having me. All right. And on behalf of everyone at Ticket Manager, thank all of you for watching and listening. And please join us again for the next episode in the All Access interview series.